Good morning, good morning everyone out there. Tuesday morning, October 30th, 2018. You are listening to Confessions of an Addict and I am Marcus Griffin and I'm an addict. Yes. I don't know why it always sounds like I say it with joy. I say it proudly. I guess because it is what it is. It happened. Yes. My drug of choice is cocaine for people that tune in for the first time. Um, to my addicts that do listen, welcome. I hope your weekend was great. I hope it was drug free. Um, it's interesting these stages. I'm going through stages with this. Uh, I know I needed some things. I know I, if I if I was gonna get help, I know if I was gonna get help, I, it had to be the right way. If you if you if you live this lifestyle of an addict to get off, you must also live the lifestyle of someone that's gonna try to be sober. So with that being said, I'm a t- I'm attending meetings. Yes, I'm attending meetings now. I'm trying to keep a goal once a week. Uh, I'm not necessarily the addict that's going to be addicted to meetings. I find some in the in the meeting that's like, you know, they go seven days a week. And that's good for them. That's what they, you know, that's their journey. That's what they need. I'm not knocking it. This just ain't me. Meetings, you don't know anything about the meetings. Meetings can be very depressing. And last Friday was one of them. I knew it was going to be an interesting meeting because there's two addicts arguing in the parking lot. I damn near turned around, but hey, ain't none of my business, and that's not the reason I'm here. I'm not here for a completely happy, free meeting or whatever the case may be. But yeah, this was this meeting was interesting. Friday night, Friday night went to a meeting, and you know, I hear some cussing, and I was like, "This is great. This is awesome. I'm right. I'm right where I need to be." <laughs> That's the thing. Anywhere in life, man, remember that. You right where you need to be. I don't care how down you are or how up you are. It's right where you need to be because you're still there. You're alive. You're living. You know, maybe this be that last moment when you're really down that you change. Or maybe when you're really up, you forget that you never want to be down again. So you continue to, with the progress. And that's where I'm trying to go. It's always up. Always forward. You know, as much as I can get discouraged as I do this podcast... I mean, it's funny, you know what I mean? This ain't no competition at all, but when you see other people, you know, you see other people like, look at all my viewers, look at all my listeners. Yeah, that's good for you. Fuck you, motherfucker. No, nah, but real talk is beautiful, man, because we got to have people that's positive in our life. We really do, and that's what I'm trying to keep. I'm trying to keep positivity around me at all times. Believe that. That's one thing. That's one thing that can help you. Keep that positivity, because guess what? You can achieve it someday. You can achieve it the next day, that day, whatever the case may be. Just remain positive and just remain listening to my shit, man. I'll get you through. We can walk this journey together. You know, I don't care how much coke you use, heroin, 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 (laughs) any of that. Coke, meth, heroin, pills, alcohol, whatever the case. You don't need it. Bringing you down. And that's the main thing. Just go with the need. The need is leaving me. I'll admit, over the weekend, on a Sunday, went to the movies, after the movies, during the movies, hit up a connect. Because I was like, hey, it's been a good weekend. I went to the casino on Saturday. Stayed there for five, six hours. You know, I was down. I was up, down, then finally up. You know, it was almost like riding that cocaine wave. I'll admit it. I was down to my last $55, went back to the poker room, hustled up $160, hit a machine for $220. Yeah, you do the math. That means $380, but being who the fuck I am, I left with $250. Fuck y'all, I don't care. 
I also won a parlay last night. That brings back 180. So yeah, one thing I'm learning, I'm, I'm, I'm changing my mind state. One little small thing is, hey, it's good to have money in your pocket. It's a different type of confidence to have. You know, I'm like, I'm, I'm self-assured. Like, hey, you know what? I need to have this money in my pocket all the time. It's better than buying some dope. I will admit, having the money and not spending the money on something stupid is a good thing. So, yeah, that's what I'm trying to work on. Um, but like I said, last Friday, it was something. Um, I knew I was going to the casino because the addict mentioned it. Granted, the addict was like, hey, I lost a grip of money in the casino. I was like, well, hey, you didn't get high. So there's a positive. Um, same addict that told his life story. That's where meetings can get depressing. Because you hear about how messed up as individuals we could be. You hear about how we manipulate you hear about how we use people and you hear most importantly that the carelessness, carelessness in it, the we don't give a fuck mentality of who we hurt because we think we're just hurting ourselves. That's that's the one thing that's sad. We really just think we're hurting ourselves, you know. And at the same time with us using, we're thinking we're helping ourselves get medicated. And it's just this is an evil cycle. It really is. And I had the, I guess I will say, you know what? We're going to put a positive spin. I'll say I had the opportunity to hear a man's story. It was the life story. I swear this dude talked for 20 minutes about mayhem. Mayhem. It was his, he convinced his father to buy him a car, but the father kept the car in his name. And then he convinced the father to put it in his own name, meaning the addict's name. And then he went to Vegas, went on a rendezvous with drugs. Then got married, had a stepdaughter, got her on to some shit and turned her into an addict. I was like, Jesus, some stuff don't need to be shared. I was like, you are one fucked up motherfucker. But hey, we all are. We all have flaws. We all have good things about us. We all have, you know, we all have something that makes us special. So who am I to judge? You know, his use was different than my use. But it doesn't mean that, you know. He any different than me. I think that's the one thing I'm trying to convince myself of. That when you go to these meetings, we're all in the same boat as far as, you know, our own turmoil, our own self-destruction. You know, depending on how it looks. And speaking of self-destruction, you go from that guy's story to another another gentleman's story. I mean, it should just get better. He was going through it. And he was like, fuck it, I'm just going to use. This might be the night I use and I kill myself. And I'm like... Okay, we ain't gonna do some serenity prayer on him. We ain't gonna hug it out. He's just gonna oh, he's just gonna walk the fuck out the meeting. All right. Um, I mean, some people did console him. Don't make me think we just left him hanging. I wasn't because he's a big Mexican motherfucker, and I was like, oh, whatever you want, I don't need to be around it. But hey, enjoy yourself. No. Um, <laughs> oh, that might sound wrong, but yeah. Mush Angles had a good weekend though. You're like, what? What Mush Angles? You call yourself? Yes. Actually, I don't call myself that. A friend calls myself that. Um, being that I have an addictive behavior, like I said, I do gamble. And when I gamble, if you've ever seen a Bronx Tale, and they call the guy Mush, which means anybody touches anything he takes or bets on turns to Mush. And one bet did. Um, I don't know if anybody follows gambling, but I took the over in the Rams game and I lost by one point. The reason I lost by one point because Todd Gurley wants to sit on the fucking ball at the two-yard line. 
Yeah, I was all in anger management. Like, oh, you got to, like, do the anger management. Like, oh, you got to score that shit. So it cost me $400, but it's cool. I won 180 so we're good. It's more money in the pockets, you know? But, yeah, um, it was a good weekend. Went to the movies over the weekend. Um, I saw Venom. Saw Night School. And, um... While I was at the movies, yeah I, yeah, I hit up a connect. I did. I was going to get high to celebrate this weekend. See, I was going to get high to celebrate. Can't even do that, though. Can't do it because, one, I don't want to. The need is, is the need is leaving me. It's like I'm getting stronger. So that's a beautiful thing. I got to share that. I'm getting stronger. And then I just recall now it's been a, it makes me depressed immediately. The guilt comes over me. So that's a good thing. I'm becoming a human being that isn't numb, that doesn't want to be numb, that wants to be, um, I don't know, alive, so to speak. You know, I want to be decent. I really do. And in that decency is, 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 you know, some things I recall of how I am on it. And I just I don't need that feeling no more. You know, and that's what it's all about. And to those addicts out there, is once you realize you don't need that feeling and that feeling gets tiresome, you go, you know, you can begin anew. You know, because we'll find any reason to use, but you got to find the reasons not to. And that's one of them. I don't re- I don't want the feeling. I don't want the I don't want the failure. Most importantly, I don't want to fail. Like, like I said, I got 18 days sober, you know. And my nose are becoming easier. And the most important thing I'm realizing in these steps, you do have to get rid of the people in your life that, you know, can cause that that temptation to arise. Most importantly, I, you know, and it's, it's crazy because it's people you call friends. I call the dope man my friend, a drug dealer, my friend is in the sense that I like that grimy world like that. I could have both. I could be. Going to church on Sunday and getting high on Monday. You know, you can't have both. You can't do both. You got to commit to something. And that's part of why, partly why I'm going to meetings now. I want to commit to something. Staying drug free is a commitment. Staying good to the people that's good to you is a commitment. Staying good to yourself is a commitment. Know that. And take that seriously. You know, I think we can call anyone friends, associates and be fine. Like, like they hold some weight in our lives. And if they ain't trying to improve your life. Got to get rid of them. I had a dope man like, hey, man, I'm right, I'm right around the spot. You need something? And it's the same dope man that was like, you need to get off this shit. So why the fuck would I need what you got? No, not buying it. Keep it. Yeah, whatever. Man, you try- I'm trying to get this $40 off you. You ain't going to get the shit. And the funny thing is, with all the money I want, I have $40 in my pocket. But it stayed in my pocket. You know, celebrate them victories, my addicts out there. Celebrate my victories, anybody out there. Because for some reason, give, you know, the one thing I'm trying to concentrate on more is, is, is the way I talk to people. Be nicer. That was one of the things in the meeting. You know, I hold a lot of blame to certain people that care about me and certain people I love. You know, I really am great. It's one thing about an addict. We really are great at ignoring our actions, ignoring what we do. Because we're thinking what we're doing is actually beneficial. 
And a lot of times where our, our actions is because it's just that we're acting out. We want somebody to save us. But as I get older, you're going to save yourself. There's people that could create safe places. It's like hide and go seek. You want to hide and run and run from your problems. Get back to that safe place. Where be that tree? But you got to make that decision to go save yourself. Your people could be your safe place, but you got to make that decision. You know, and with that, I'm sitting in a meeting texting, you know, texting the people I love, people I hurt, realizing stuff, having a moment. That's one thing about it means you will have a moment in there. You know, it's like, hey, man, you got your stepdaughter on that shit. The fuck is wrong with you? Oh, but yeah, you was the same nigga took your daughter to go buy something. With, with, you took your daughter to go buy something, right? You cop with your daughter with you? Come on, man. His struggle ain't no different than your struggle. May look different, but it's all the same. You a user, y'all users, you know. But don't have to be always be that way. But you must understand it about yourself that there are lengths you'll go to to get what you want. I'm trying to understand sacrifice, you know, and that's the main thing. Sacrifice, discipline, and commitment. So three words, big. Discipline for me, boy, I ain't got nothing working on it, though. So I keep doing this. Much as discouraged I be, I'm like, well, I want to get to like 50, 50 to 100 listeners. I got to get this money, but it's going to come. With that being said, I hope everyone has a great week. I hope I said some shit that might have touched y'all, you know, um, have a safe Halloween. Um, you naughty nurses, you, you, uh, good cops. I won't say naughty nurses. Y'all, y'all's very classy. I love some of the outfits. It's very classy, you know, with your boobs pressed up. I mean, I could just see, you just want everybody to appreciate the flesh that you have. It's, it's beautiful. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> on that note, man, I hope all y'all have a great week. Like I said, if I said anything that was touching to you, feel free to comment or just say good job or anything. Let me know you're out there. Very much appreciated to all the ones that do listen. Have a great week and I'll get it at you tomorrow.